Gentlemen, I have some very disturbing news for you. I've, I've called you here for a, an important consultation. It has come to my attention that there is a U2 album in my iTunes library, and, <laughs> and I didn't buy it, so I can only assume that one of you bought it and for some reason decided to insert it in my library. <laughs> no, Dan Moore. Weird. We would never do that to you. We did not. We did not insert anything in you or your iTunes library. I don't understand, then, how come... It's listed under purchased. Did you take my credit cards again, Lex? <laughs> Are we a three-way married couple? Is that why we're all supposedly on the same what, iTunes you, account? You've never you're not you're not set up on family sharing with us. I'm confused. <laughs> we're two minutes into this podcast, and I'm already confused. Well, so here's the thing. Before we even started recording, I think even before Moltz joined the call, Dan was saying to me, you know, I think this, I was thinking this whole YouTube thing is stupid and overblown and I don't understand why people are caring about it. And then I read Marco's thing and I was like, oh no, I, I get it. That is, it is stupid. And I mean, not that people are up complaining is stupid, but that Apple having done it in the first place was stupid. And I am team Dan's later thought and Marco's first thought on that topic. That's a long t-shirt to wear not a long novelty t-shirt to have i got lost halfway in the <laughs> oh, so here's that's, the that's the bourbon talking john the the worst <laughs> the worst thing of this whole youtube situation was the uh the sketch by which it was announced <laughs> that was the most uh, yes. part of the that experience. was yes the most egregious the egregious part of the whole thing tim cook wrote that himself guys <laughs> himself okay I'm not sure there was enough writing going now, on there. You, Dan, you were there in person. I was. Do you know the worst moment of that scene that uh, Bono and Tim Cook enacted? I couldn't hear most of it because of the ringing in my ears over YouTube's very loud musical performance. <laughs> that moment when they went to do like a fist bump, only for some reason oh, one gosh. of them had their index finger out. So then I think it was Bono had his, like he was pointing at like, you, Tim Cook, you're good. And Tim Cook, that was a good Bono, by the way. And Tim Cook's like, oh, <laughs> I'll stick my finger out too. And we'll be like an E.T. phone home situation. And it was, <laughs> it is permanently seared in my mind, making both of them painfully uncool. Like, I think we can all agree that this never would have happened if Steve Jobs were still alive. <laughs> <laughs> if Steve Jobs were alive, it would have killed him. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, murder by Bono. Not the first time, uh, not the last yeah, time. Yeah, no, it's, yeah, it's definitely not. Uh, yeah, so I, I, it was weird. I don't understand why you have a, why you have a 30 second sketch. They kept going over the, like the, you know, are you telling me that you can press a button? And as it turns out, the answer to all of that is no, he cannot just do that because it takes forever for it to show up and then it's hidden someplace. So correct me if I'm wrong, however. You're wrong. But I believe, uh, wait for it. <laughs> I believe that you don't get the album. For instance, I do not have the album. And I believe you do not get the album unless you have turned down on automatic downloads. Yeah, I don't know what the deal is because it's it's listed in your purchased, like if you go yes. to your list of purchased yeah. things. So basically they credited you for the purchase. And if you have automatic downloads turned on, then it automatically downloads. Yeah, okay. So that's, that's why I was so, you know, because so I don't have it on anything. I actually have automatic downloads turned on on my iMac, and it it's never worked. Oh. <laughs> so, like, every time a new episode of Adventure Time is available, I have to go into the store deliberately and download it. I don't know what's wrong with it. I never bothered to figure it on out. On mine, it only says music and apps. 
Right, you have to choose which things you want to automatically. No, do. it's you know it that, just right? it does not. Yeah, it, it does not work okay. because it did. It it's on. It's definitely on for music, and it did not download this album. So I don't. Ha- I don't. Ha- I'm like I'm like the only person in the world who does not have this album. Yeah. Well, I went in to look because I read some piece on some site. I won't name it. Um, by <laughs> uh, in which they said that in order to do it, you have to go into your iTunes account in the store, and then go to your purchase list there. As it turns out, there is a purchase list in the store itself. And then once I got in there, I could see the album, but I still had to right. download it from there. That's less offensive, but, but still th- not That just ideal. doesn't work well. I mean, that's right. not a, I'm not offended by that because like, oh, Apple put this thing in my purchase history. I'm offended by it because I'm like, that's just a terrible experience. Couldn't you be more elegant, Apple? So <laughs> yeah, just I, um, shove it right into my iTunes library. <laughs> so for me, it did. It showed up right in my iTunes library. And I mean, I, have n- I like two U2 songs. And we're either of them on that album. <laughs> right. Um, I get offended now when the commercial comes on that Apple has for it because I don't want to hear this for songs. But I, it did show up. And like, I, so I, I use Dan Morin, just so everybody knows, does not use playlists to organize his iTunes music. He's, he's an album listener. What? This podcast is over. I'm not even an album listener. I usually just a shuffle all my songs listener. Oh, right. Yeah, which oh I can never do. Oh, my God. That's why I have playlists, and they're all smart playlists. Like, here's my songs that are rated they're four and five stars smart-ish. that I haven't played in a certain amount of time. Like, I haven't heard in the past three months, let's say. But I, one of my <laughs> most go-to playlists for when I have new music that I have to, you know, sear into my soul is my recently added playlist and then it was full of youtube shit that i didn't want <laughs> and it was all down well see that there. and that's my problem with that smart playlist is that i the reason i haven't listened to those songs is because i don't like those songs so i've tried that smart playlist and it does not oh, work no, so for me for me the recently added one i like because it's songs that i haven't yet rated because i added that one i have that like, one i yeah. have but it's the it's the one it's the one where you haven't listened to them oh yeah I, I just can't be i can't be bothered to rate all my damn songs in the same way that i can't be bothered to triage my inbox <laughs> It's too much work. <laughs> I just, I actually just drag everything for the most part. I do have some smart playlists, but I just, I can't. I can't so, be okay. So, with, so what was with, the, the, the three, the 12 dimensional chess that involved to come up with the right smart playlist for me is just, is too much to, <laughs> ooh, you should ooh, see the challenge, rules on challenge accepted. I, I would have to get, I would have to get the people at AT&T and Verizon who figure out how to chart, you know, what to charge you every month in order to figure out how to get my, <laughs> so, okay. If we're going from the totally cynical point of view is the reason that they did it in this particular way, just to try and rack up huge quote unquote sales for this album. Because there, and then there was, which doesn't even really work because didn't Billboard right. be, was all like, nah, that doesn't count. Um, but it sounds like that's kind of what it feels like it is, right? It's let's let's make a I really would, big I just thought it's splash. because they don't, they didn't really have a different mechanism for it. No, I don't buy that at all. Yeah, they I could agree have given thoughts. everybody a code to go redeem. Oh, that's um, true. Or they could have just priced the album at zero fucking dollars. Yeah, exactly. In the store. Exactly. You can make yeah, a free. Said, go get it. You can totally make a free album. I mean, you can make free anything else in the iTunes store, right? Because like occasionally TV yeah. episodes are free, or movies are free, or so apps are free. So why there's there's totally a mechanism for that. Yeah. So I think it was I think it was the the agreement with you too was like yes we'll do this cool thing cool in quotes <laughs> here uh, with you but you have to push it to everybody because we want. Like, I don't know if it's like a world record of most downloaded album, because it probably is the most downloaded album of all time is my guess, right? If if the vast majority of people if you don't give anybody it, a choice. <laughs> um, and I think it's something like that. And if that rumor, if that $100 million to you two rumor is true, that's just insane. There's no way. It's, it's never possibly worth it. And how what frustrates me most is that Tim Cook and company are too smart 
to not realize that this would suck for many people. Right. That many people right. would just not care. The same way that there's no artist, not even the Beatles, that every single person wants. And I, I mean, what if what if it had been the new Weird Al album? Okay, well, let's... Oh, yes, well, hey, you're right. well, okay. <laughs> yes, you're right. There's one album. Well, it wouldn't have been $100 million. Uh, <laughs> 20 bucks. 20 bucks, Al. <laughs> That's so mean. It was the number one album in the country. No, I mean, I would much rather have the new Weird Al album. Um, but and I I'm, paid for that one. You know, I realistically speaking, I don't think he's going to get as much money as YouTube. YouTube is, which is not fair. And that is, and it's because our society is not fair. Okay, have I have I cleared that up enough? But let's extrapolate: is, is are they are they going to continue to abuse this power? Are we going to all just like you'll be listening? You'll be listening to music on your iPhone, and all of a sudden, like Coldplay will just like start playing on. Repeat. I seriously <laughs> doubt that they do this again at this point. I, well, so what's amazing to me is. That not I I had only noticed the support base article they the knowledge whatever they call it there they Apple publishes a support article here's how to get rid of it but then they release an uh, like a web app to remove it like well if you can't be bothered to follow the steps simply visit this website and log into your iTunes account and we'll remove it from your library incidentally for you. great phishing opportunity <laughs> yeah when I that was my very first time when I clicked I was like wait is this legitimate and I like oh, I yeah, checked yeah. the URL fifteen times I'll, I'll remove your YouTube from your purchase history just give me your account information so <laughs> <take care laughs> actually this. this is one hundred percent true what <laughs> I did. Calling people i put in a, a, a fake password first to make sure that it was going to say no that password doesn't work like i wanted i wanted to make <laughs> wow, sure that it was you're like checking you're not going to get me bono not That's again right. good luck so yeah. i mean the but the, the argument the is there's edge. no the argument is there's no such thing as bad publicity right so is this still does the do the net gains still outweigh the net losses from the backlash here or is this just going to be this? I mean, Apple does this every once in a while. They do something that's really dumb and everybody goes, why the hell do they do that? And then eventually they forget, especially like two days, two, three days from now when when the new iPhones come out. No one's going to remember this. And they're all delivered. They're all delivered with that album on it. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, if the, new, if the new iPhone comes out and everybody has the Joshua tree on it, people are going to complain less. But you can't say you're going to like this new album. That's just I, so offensive. I mean, it could have been worse, right? Apple could have like decided to deliver like McAfee virus protection to all of our computers. Here's here. Okay, I, I completely agree that this was a mistake and that they should not have done it. Uh, however, the fact that we're still talking about this now, I mean, this has been treated like on the level of Ferguson on Twitter. It's just ridiculous. It's a fucking album. Well, I mean, and that's the not... thing. That's the thing, right? Is that is, you know, despite the fact that there are well-founded concerns here, the number of people it's complaining the about state. free it's... music. Apple's is just... driving its black tanks into my yard and delivering music. I mean, but it's free. It's free music. Like I don't know. It just didn't seem like I could get that worked up that much about it. Yeah, it was a dumb right. move, but it wasn't like. Yes. It wasn't like they deleted a bunch of my files. Or, oh, hold on, Johan, you don't have quite enough room for that YouTube album. Let's delete all of your photos. <laughs> delete your photos. Yeah, you got to make some room delete. in the cloud. You don't there. need these pictures of your kids. Yeah. You need Bono and The Edge and those it, other that's guys. That's right. <laughs> really, society is to blame is my point. First of all, let's not even get into the discussion because my brain can barely understand it about how you don't really own the music you get from iTunes anyway. Right, there's it's it's on loan from Apple, and you can't right. pass it on to your successor. <laughs> this is Apple's U two album. They just graciously right. yeah. made copies for all of us. Right, so I don't even own this freaking U two album. Well, now I really don't because I filled out that web page. But the it's there's a big a, a, a tremendous difference. Like nobody would give a crap if it was simply go here and get the album for free. 
versus, right. hey, we've right. stuck this into your music library. And some people were saying, you know, uh, it, you know, it could eat up disk space on their limited things and whatever else. But it does. It feels like the same thing as bloatware. It's not as obnoxious as putting, right, sure. you know, some crappy pre-installed app on my Mac. Um, but it's it's the same thing. It's somebody else saying, hey, you'll want this. And it's, I don't know. The only jerky part besides the finger touch was the... <laughs> was putting it into my music library, which I guess it didn't do for you guys. So you're luckier than I am no. getting no. it there in the library. Cause I, I just, I forgot about it. Like I was like, well, I'm not going to give a shit about that U2 album since I'm, you know, not 80. And then <laughs> I, wow. Ouch. I go to my recently added playlist and I hit shuffle and it was immediately a song. I don't know. And I'm like, what is happening here? So I like, I was, I mean, it was 12 seconds of confusion and disturbance, but still it, that's 12 seconds. You library. could get back Lex. Yeah. I've got I so I've gotten into this from both sides because when when they first when they first played and we were all on Twitter watching the <laughs> which is what we do because we're idiots watching the um keynote I I made I made some crack about having seen YouTube back in like 82 when they were cool. <laughs> and some guy this guy said said, "Oh, as opposed to when you were cool, <laughs> and I was like, Ooh, and I and I, and I responded. Burn. I responded, yeah, and I responded, yeah. I've been I've been cool exactly, never. And and then he came back again <laughs> and said, it's much easier to be like negative and cynical than it is to be positive, and much more fun <laughs> though, right? Like so. And I happened to look at his feed, and it was just it was full of Fox News retweets. <laughs> so uh, that was a block right there. I was like, okay, this conversation is over. <laughs> I, <laughs> I would probably, if given the choice, if I could pay $5 and not even had to have to delete it from my library, I would have gone with that approach. Well, that, that you, you welcome to my new business model. <laughs> Extortion. <laughs> <laughs> Showing up at people's houses to, to help them delete the file. I know. I just leave, I leave you two albums on their doorstep and then ring their doorbell and offer to take it away for $5. <laughs> flaming, flaming you two. <laughs> so, do we want to talk about another topic or should we focus on you two for the entire I, the show? You know, I'm, I'm kind of you two out, <laughs> I feel like. I, yeah, I was you two out like two days ago. <laughs> Well, I was you out like three days ago. <laughs> I uh, I had an article published on some website. Oh, oh look at me! I'm Lex Friedman. I'm a... I can write articles <laughs> and have them published wherever I want. <laughs> that's that's my Lex Friedman. That's my Lex Friedman. That's a great. I like that voice good. a lot. I'm more, so you know, I, I need a workshop. I Say ZipRecruiter. <laughs> um, oh no, I'm not that good. But. So- but so I, I, I have published a story on some website wherein I make this claim that I would I am eager to buy an Apple Watch as soon as I can. I almost called it an iWatch. I'm eager to buy an Apple Watch as soon as I can. I'll sell you even one. Even though I have owned two smartwatches. I still own two smartwatches, and I never wear either one. Wait, which, which is the second one? I know you have a Pebble. What else? I also have the Meta Watch. Oh, right, right. The Meta Watch, I remember. Huh. And I actually like the Meta Watch slightly more than the Pebble. You and I have talked about this in the past. And I, I have a Pebble, but I've forgotten to charge it for a really long time now. So it's probably yeah. dead. Like months. <laughs> and that lasts, and the Pebble lasts how long without on one charge? Mine is, I think, broken because it only ever lasted like like 36 hours or so. Right. It's oh. supposed to be able to okay. go a couple days, like two, three days maybe. Jason think- Snell says his goes like a week or something, which seems insane. Guy's a liar. Yeah, that's probably true. 
<laughs> Jason Snell says a lot of things. <laughs> I could fill my wine cellar with the things that Jason Snell says. Were it not for all the comic books you keep in there. Were it not for all the comic books. Which I have Jason Snell no doubt left there. <laughs> and this U- How did this U2 album get in here? Yeah. <laughs> five dollars, John. Five dollars. I'll get rid of that for you. And your whole house. That's the other thing that's in here is uh, is uh, is uh, there, I'm sure there actually is a YouTube album in here. It's boxes anyway. of CDs, boxes of CDs. Yeah. Um. I I you know I I have handled an iWatch. Oh God, jeez, man. Here we go. <laughs> here we go. Well, I get we got we. I guess Lex, we have to let him. We have to let him do this since it's his last <laughs> last time he can say this. My, the last time I can say I've handled Apple Gear before it comes out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's um. Go ahead. It's shiny. <laughs> Tell us um, all about your experience. So we're oh, so uh, the, the, were the ones that you handled only in demo mode? Yeah, the ones the one that I got to wear was in demo mode. The demo, the people doing the demos had functional had ones, working ones. Although yeah. clearly, I think were you know there was prescribed things they were supposed to do on them, right? Because um, they would show you off how how all the things worked. Um, I I don't know. I mean, like you've gotten a pretty good idea of it from the demo. I think the the coolest thing that you experience in person is the little like taptic feedback thing. Um, which is very subtle and much more, it's, it's not audible like on the phones. So it really does feel like someone just sort of like tapped you on the wrist. Um, which is cool because it's totally inaudible, I think to everybody else in the room, which is one of the problems with the buzzing on like your pebble is, or your smartphone. for that. Yeah. Reason. Or your smartphone. Like I have a friend, another friend who has a pebble and he'll wear it. And when we're hanging out and I can hear it when it buzzes and he always like checks his wrist immediately. Um, and so this seems a little more subtle and lets you get rid of, I think Lex, you were complaining about the, the fact that the smartwatches aren't less obtrusive than the right. phones. I mean, especially if you just keep holding them up in people's faces and being like, I got a smartwatch. Don't do that. Right. Right. So, I mean, like one goal I had was, well, this way I won't have to take my phone out of my pocket. If I get a notification, I can just glance down and see what it was. But glancing at your watch while talking to people is probably the only thing that's <laughs> ruder than glancing at your phone while talking to people. <laughs> Uh-huh. It's had much, uh-huh. yep. it's had much okay. longer to be a cliche. Yeah. Like, yeah. you are totally boring me. My watch is so much that, more interesting. I don't know what you're talking about. That's a fucking feature, guys. It's like, yeah. I really want to get out of this uh, conversation. Anything I can do? But to me, what I like... So the smartwatches that predate the Apple Watch, at least the two that I've owned, the Pebble Watch and the Meadow Watch, the Pebble and the Meadow Watch, one of those things, whatever the hell they're called, they're dumb terminals, right? So you can see that you got a notification, but you can't do diddly squat about it. And uh, what I like about the Apple Watch, in theory, is that you can act on the notifications you're receiving. So you could, I believe you're going to be able to tap and see the entire email, maybe. I'm not 100% positive, but that's what it kind of looked like yeah, to me. Yeah, you just got to slowly scroll through it. for a- <laughs> Right, you just use that little wheel. Or like you could use, I don't know how you trigger Siri on that thing. I don't remember what they said. Um, but okay. or maybe you push in the you wheel, must, whatever it is. You must push in something. But I hear that a lot. But <laughs> the like, you, I think that means I can respond to my email too, right? So I can, which I cannot do from my other my. I call them dumb watches now. Yeah. <laughs> Stupid watch. I mean, by dictation, do you want to tap out on a keyboard that's on your wrist? Right. No, I don't. I definitely don't want to tap it out. But Siri, no, you good, want to right? wait for the Bluetooth keyboard. <laughs> the, yeah, I, I want this little <laughs> clip-on keyboard for my wrist. It'll be it'll be attached to a belt that you'll wear, and it'll be right there. Smart in front belt, of you. John. Please, smart belt. Smart belt. Yes, yeah, I think belt. you just wear. It's like it's the top half of your pants, right? It's basically a keyboard shorts. So you just you just put your hands down almost at 
almost a crotch level. Oh, God, you know, you know what they should make? Like board shorts. They should make keyboard shorts. You know that you know that jacket, you know that iPod jacket that they made? Oh, yeah, yeah, the ago? Burton one. They should make yeah. one like that, except like the front of it is a keyboard. So you just put your hands on your stomach and you just... That's, that's pretty ergonomic, too. That's a split yeah. keyboard. And you know, it doesn't, and it looks hilarious when you're typing on it because you might accidentally I was tickle say, yourself. And good, and good looking. If I um, if I do want the Apple Watch to count my steps, though, I have to put it in my pocket when I'm on the treadmill. Because you've got so many other watches on your wrist. Every other, no, every other fitness tracker that I've worn while at the treadmill desk. Since you don't swing your arms on the treadmill desk, it can't measure your steps the same way because my arms are like resting on my little cushy oh. pad in front of my keyboard so oh you have a little cushy pad matter. in front of your keyboard well well <laughs> mac world still publishes me so it's like <laughs> you need smart shoes yeah i'm pretty soon your whole actually you know, they smart. have those they do that was a bad joke because they yeah. actually have those i like smart I, belt better because then you can tell you how how big your waistline is getting <laughs> i saw an ad for uh a smart mattress that doesn't just like you don't you don't just <laughs> dial up the number but it also measures how well you're sleeping and it's like well last night you were on setting 82 but you only got four hours of sleep so you should try competitive sleeping day yeah <laughs> i want a smart shredder that automatically shreds everything that i think might be you know sensitive the, I just, um, i'm thinking, trying to think of other smart appliances or, i can have or ill-advised yeah <laughs> when people were saying why didn't uh why didn't Apple talk more explicitly about the I, the Apple Watch's Ooh, battery nice life. Safe. Nice Thank safe. you. Uh, and I think they the clearest thing they said about the Apple Watch's battery life wasn't when Tim Cook said, you know, you'll be able to wear it all day. It was when they showed nothing for sleep tracking because they can't do sleep tracking if you have to charge it at night. I thought they said right. at some point, and this is what my recollection uh, sitting in the audience there was saying, that it, you could they designed it to be easy to charge all every night. Right. With the magnetic connector, yeah. which yes. you know says to me, you need to charge it at night. <laughs> Yes. Well, it's not surprising. I mean, it does a fair amount and it's, you know, it's a, what is it like a, uh, an eighth the size of an iPhone? I mean, the battery can't be that big. Yeah. Well, I mean, even at, no matter how much they've tuned it, and I'm sure the reason they didn't give numbers is also because they're still trying to like eke out whatever they can from it. But yeah, it's, there's so much crap in there and where do you even put a battery? I mean, you look at the iPhone these days and because they've managed to miniaturize all the other components, same thing with the MacBook too, right? Like they're mostly battery. Because right. that's what all the empty space is needed for. But if you've got a tiny little watch on your wrist, there's not a lot of room. Like, it's not running off a watch battery, presumably, because I don't think that puts out enough juice. I, I will say, yeah. on a tangential topic here, I do not need my iPhones to be any thinner. And I would prefer an out-of-the-box <laughs> iPhone that was Mophie Juice Pack Plus thick with Mophie Juice Pack battery life included you like are, i would rather you have are, a thicker, you're probably alone <laughs> i would rather have a thicker iphone that has extremely long battery life well, so here's my question is and, hmm. and i was looking at the iphone 6 you know you can't get that in comparison and in comparison to the iphone 5 and it's it's thinner and larger right but like at a certain point you hit physical constraints right you don't i mean i don't see anybody ever making an iphone bigger than 5.5 inches because it's, it's God, absurd, i hope not. right it's absurd. the 5.5 is already ridiculous it's so it's you, ridiculous you can't make it any bigger without essentially becoming an ipad so i and between that and how much thinner can you make it before it's like so thin that it's either like bendable because <laughs> you sit on it it's... by accident or it's like razor sharp and just cuts you every time that you try to pick it up. You turn to the side and it's invisible and you can't you can't find it. <laughs> but like how thin it really only like, exists in two dimensions. At a certain level, I mean, we've already seen this with the like they got a little camera bump on it, right? Like it's so already they've they've got it too right. thin they're to bumped, do yeah, a full 
size they're bumping up there. against size size constraints. I, so th- to me, there's yeah, no that, way they can go thinner. Like I believe, and this is a stupid thing to say, but Apple every box, year so they, I think pull they it have off, to man. be at peak, peak thinness because otherwise they're going to have to make the camera worse. Right, they'll have to make the camera worse, or it'll just be so thin that it's weird or uncomfortable to hold. I think there's an ergonomic factor too. But so, but you said one of you, I think it was Dan, said I'm alone on this though that you wouldn't want a thicker iPhone. Like I would take an iPhone four thick version of the iphone 6 if i if they made one if it had battery life that was yeah, like you had a movie if it was yeah. the size uh, of the iphone 6 or just saying the cons- like you mean like the the screen size of the iphone 6 or just with right. the iphone 6 technology in it uh either like even if it's even if it's tall and thick oh. i'm okay with it well i will say that i am disappointed that the that the four inch form factor is not getting the updates that this yeah. that the six line is well, i wonder I if it's like but, a, i wonder if it's like a pendulum and like you know Two years from now, they'll swing back and be like, and we've made the phone smaller yeah. and more compact, just like yeah, you right, wanted. Right, right. Thinness is 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 like the only thing that I've ever looked at an Android phone and thought, man, I would really like a phone that thin. Yeah, really? I don't know. I, I Yeah, because, I mean, the, the thing, I don't, I a day's worth of charge is enough for me, really. I mean, because I plug the phone in every night on my nightstand. And I use it as a, as a night, as a clock. And, um... I've got a Mophie and I always buy a Mophie and that's what, and that way I can deliberately make it thicker to get more charge if I want to. Yeah. I mean, I I have a Mophie on my five and I, again, like Lex, I don't find it particularly onerous, although it's definitely like thick if I put into a pocket or something like that. Um, It's not the most comfortable and it can be hard to get out, especially if you're like sitting down. Um, But I agree. I wonder if on the six, you know, I don't know what Mophie's got in mind for that, but since you've got more surface area, I wonder if it won't be as thick um right. because you can sort of spread it out that spread the battery cells out more which would be i mean i think that's a pretty reasonable trade-off right i, I leave my 5s fully ensconced in a mophie 92 yeah. percent of the time wow i think i'm like a 91 maybe but yeah pretty close but you don't even leave the house <laughs> but my phone gets a lot of use um so does mine but i don't i mean I'm well, not... and, and there's there's always battery problems i think is the other side like because like john I, re- I do charge my phone every single night but at right. the same time, I do find that in some cases, the battery goes down a lot faster during the day, depending what I'm doing with it. Or if there's just something running in the background, despite what they've said about trying to prevent things from running in the background, right. something invariably starts running down your battery. For me, the yeah. big risk is like if, if you have a tw- I have notifications for retweets on my phone because I'm not a very popular person on Twitter, so I don't get that many. Um, <laughs> You're a giant egotist. If- if okay, Marco, fine. I'll go retweet you. If Marco Arment retweets me, my battery is going to drop by like fifteen percent in the next five minutes because eight thousand Marco Arment followers. That's are. what Marco does to you. That is literally yeah. he just sucks your battery his, right out of you. That's his purpose in life. Yes. Um. <laughs> uh. Are either one of you running eight yet? Mm, yes. Oh yeah. Yeah. I've been running eight for a while. Okay. It, are you going to ask if battery life is better? No. <laughs> no. No. I'm gonna. I'm gonna guess that it's worse because of extensions. It's. I think it's the same. It's pretty close extensions. But I mean, the apps but the apps haven't been updated. There are yeah, there aren't enough extensions right now to test is the thing. Um, yeah. incidentally, that is still the coolest thing so far, I think, about it. Like I, I felt like iOS eight in general is you know, iOS seven was such a big difference because everything changed, right? It was all cosmetic. Whereas iOS eight's much more like a you know, under the hood change. I think the, the the changes are even bigger and more far reaching than iOS seven, but there aren't as many sort of things that are kind of kick you in the face with, oh, this is totally different now. Yeah, well, yeah, it's the it's the. I I have a my prime iOS eight complaint is that I think Apple shat the bed on its implementation for keyboards, uh, third party keyboards, 
For those of you playing um, at home, shat is the past tense of shit. <laughs> so I'm a big fan of Smile. My goal is that Someday Smile Software would sponsor this very podcast. <laughs> I'm a big fan of Text Expander. <laughs> but Text Expander Touch on the iPhone, I've been beta testing the iOS 8 version, is unfairly and unjustly hampered by Apple's restrictions on third-party keyboards. And it's not the ones you're thinking of. It's not like what data can it access. It's nothing like that. Third-party keyboards don't have access to the built-in autocorrect engine. So Apple has spent years and who knows how many bajillions of dollars figuring out how to do really good autocorrect. I mean, people complain about autocorrect all the time, but I'd be much worse without it than I am with it. You switch to the text expander keyboard so you can auto expand your text expander shortcuts in every app while you're typing. And all that uh, muscle slash brain memory of how you know you can just sort of get in the, you know, in the, in the neighborhood of the letters you're after and iOS will figure it out, it's all gone. They had to build their own autocorrect instead for their touch text expander keyboard, and they don't have the experience that Apple does yet. So, it, and they they have you know they've only been doing it for you know a couple months. Where Apple's been doing it since two thousand seven, and it uh, it's not. So, as so good. What, what's the rationale on I, that? Do you think it's a security thing where they're like we don't want people to know the no. text that you have mistakenly typed? <laughs> I I don't know. I th- I mean, it doesn't make sense to me, and I think it's just a design question. I don't know that for sure. I think it's like we don't want Swipe to be able to take advantage of our great autocorrect and have people think that Swipe yeah, is better like, than we are. Yeah, but in that case, just don't offer third-party keyboards, right? Like, you know, this doesn't. Yeah. This is stupider than than that because you know, and they've done this is what they've done for the last seven years, right? It's like, okay, we've only got our keyboard. That's it. You can't do anything else. And so, if you're going to open it up, you might as well go all the way. Is my motto in life <laughs> <laughs> when it comes to everything? Poof. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gathering neither of you have tested text I'm expander. I'm not a text expander no. user in general, so it's not. <laughs> They're never going to advertise on this show. I might be. I might be in, in the future. I'm open I to mean, being, being convinced. Ah, well, let me tell you all about text yeah. expander. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do it for free. I will say that I have used swipe on Android keyboards, and I think it definitely requires a different set of muscle memory. But I'm pretty impressed with what I've, what I've been able to see people do with that, just in terms of speed and, and accuracy. It, it's yeah, pretty I don't smart. Lear, I don't want to learn something. I mean, I had a freaking palm. <laughs> I was going to say, you, like, come I'm on, all those graffiti that. skills? Come on, those yeah, got to be right, useful somewhere. Right. Someday. Someday it's going to be like Last Starfighter. They're going to come down and be like, all right, we need someone who knows graffiti to totally beat this. <laughs> I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do a solid thirty seconds of name dropping because this, it's integ- It's it's important oh God, for the story to make any sense. Now. But I was at I was at Marco's house. Oh yeah, to celebrate nah, the launch nah. of Overcast. Must and, be nice. Um, we were talking about this. I was talking to. I was complaining to Groover about the text expander touch keyboard. I was invited but didn't go. That's not true at all. <laughs> and neither was I. <laughs> so. What was hilarious to me was Gruber's. There was some guy who I didn't know there too, and Gruber takes. You know, he always carries around. Uh, you know, he does handwritten notes. He always has like a field notes guide in his pocket or whatever the hell it is. And he picks it. He's like, you know, ever since I learned graffiti for the palm, I still write half my letters that way. And he shows it like he's got his A's and they're just upside down V's. That explains so much. That was really funny. Yeah. He's still writing graffiti by hand. Uh, it's, I mean, it's basically shorthand, right? Which is, you know, something that people have been doing for a really long time is, is you know, learning how to take notes quickly by using some different symbols. But 
That said, swipe, you don't have to learn that much stuff that's different because you just, you know, the letter, the keyboards are all in the same place. Like the letters are all in the same place. It's just a matter of the muscle memory of like picking up your thumb versus just sort of drawing to the next thing. So I, I'm interested to try it out. I think that the the current iOS keyboard has been frustrating because I still, like a year later, I still don't know whether the fucking shift key is pressed down or not. So I'm constantly yeah, I, like, yeah, uh, wait, oh, why isn't that capitalized? It's pressed down. No, it's not pressed down. It's impossible to tell. Terrible. There's actually no way to tell. There isn't. There isn't. Because <laughs> what I would do is I would buy Just an had app to fix that it. had a third-party keyboard yes. that only changed the shift <laughs> yeah. key. Yeah. Well, wow. there uh, better be one. Oh, I I think there will be, and I think I I, I just, they'll probably they'll probably reject it. <laughs> it doesn't have enough functionality. This keyboard is too sarcastic. Yeah, that's that's right. app rule two point two seven. Apps that are too snarky <laughs> or make fun of us will not be approved. <laughs> so there's no and there's no word yet on Yosemite uh, when it comes Assuming out. October. Yeah, I assume October. Uh, which means a lot of the... Uh, I've been running Yosemite full-time for a while, too. It's, it's, I mean, it's a beta. You're getting what you, what you asked for. I, I, I'm impressed by how... Like, the first versions were bad. Yeah. But, um, like, well, beta-ish. No, but I'm, I've been I, fine it's, got, with the most it's terrible for me. I've had some really <laughs> bad luck with, it, with, with a few things, like Safari just throwing up sometimes. You've had a lot of bad luck recently. Yep. <laughs> I call it a run. Maybe it's uh, not Yosemite. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, hold on. John, you give me a lot to think about here. I have to, I need a second to process. Yeah.